Welcome to Goblin Unlocked, episode 50, where we're sweating our asses off and uh, celebrating our 50th episode, though. That's a pretty big deal. Yep. I, I know we've been talking about how we're coming up on our one year or whatever, but it still seems crazy to me. Like 50, yeah. ep- 50 episodes? 50 episodes in. That seems crazy. And, and this episode, we even brought Comic-Con with us. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, I, it, I don't know. It just seems crazy. If, like, when we started a podcast, as we had no idea. And then, we actually recorded the very first episode about a week ago today. Yeah. It was, it was July 15th. Yeah. And we had no idea if we'd even get to use it. We're like, well. It, it took me like three weeks to figure out how to put everything together <laughs> yeah. and put it up. So I remember thinking the first episode went really well. Then the second one, I was like, ah, I don't know. That wasn't so good. That wasn't as good. But uh, I don't know. Let's get into the okay. all the stuff to yeah. talk about. So the first thing, we've been talking about this damn thing on the podcast for probably, probably the better part of the, of the podcast's existence. The Switch Lite has finally come. It's finally been announced. Breaking news. So it's coming uh, September 20th. It's $199. Uh, you cannot hook it to a TV. Uh, it has no rumble feature. It's slightly smaller. Even the screen on the uh, handheld is yeah. slightly smaller. So uh, everybody's reaction to this seems to be you're either in one camp or the other. Either you're like this is great, like I only this is what's gonna get me to buy one, or this is stupid. This is totally unnecessary. Yeah, you know, I mean, you know, I, I've been sitting here trashing it to you. Yeah, yeah. Nonstop. Who would buy this? Who would buy this? Yeah. But I, I will say there were a few moments where I was like, oh, maybe I'll buy one, you know. And then well, I didn't have- well, that's a, your first reaction was like dead <laughs> on arrival or something. And then like three days later, you're like, well, I might pick one up. And I was- well, because then I had the idea of like I could use, I could use the, um, you know, my actual switch for the TV, like yeah. a TV console. Yeah. And then this one is, you know, more portable than. But the, the whole the point switch. of their OG switch was supposed to be, well, you can use it for both. Like yeah. that's the whole point. Well, um, yeah, but I mean, this is obviously more portable. Yeah, so it's yeah. built to be more portable. You know, there is a little bit of a flex to the to the old switch, mm-hmm. to the normal switch. Um, so just having it all solid and having that D-pad, that'd be pretty nice. What, what's the deal with the D-pad? Everybody was like, oh my God, it's got... What's yeah, the deal with that? I don't know. I, I Did the old one I, not have one at all? No. Okay, it, okay. Well, because you, you can take the two... Uh, Joy-Cons off and turn them sideways. And I hate that term. That is the worst term we've ever had in video gaming. Joy-Con? Yeah. Oh, my God. So you God. can take the Joy-Cons off. You can turn them sideways. And you can use it as, like, an independent controller. Yeah. So the where the D-pad would be, that became the one Joy-Con's buttons. Yeah. So that's why they they, they can never have a D-pad, okay. pretty much. Okay. Uh, I mean, I, I guess you could release a special edition like, yeah. where you forego that. But you'll lose that function. I heard that. I heard that there's some games too on the light that you're basically. It's gonna be non-ideal to play them on the light. Like, is there certain games that are just bad in portable mode? Well, yeah. I mean, I, I played a little bit of Zelda in portable, but I I much prefer it on a big TV. Yeah. Um, but you know. But I heard there's almost some games that are like almost incompatible. Like, oh yeah, yeah. Be, like um, I, don't, I can't, I don't know one offhand. Uh, but what was Arms? Arms. Oh, that's arms. right. That's I mean, right. you can play it because that uses gyro, right? Yeah, you don't have to use the gyro, but I mean, you're really missing probably like over half the game yeah. if you don't. Yeah. Um, so you know, games like that. That game was a flop. Anyways. And, and then one two switch is is nigh on impossible because you need. You know the the HD rumble. I still is completely gone now. I still can't decide. I feel like eventually I'm gonna own one of these, 
and I still can't decide if I want the normal one or the light. And I'm like, ah, you know, yeah, you, don't, you don't like handhelds. If I, if I get the light, I know, but that's probably all I'll ever, I'll only ever play it as a handheld. Like, I don't see myself sitting down and, you know, like I told you, I'm never going to play Zelda. I'm never going to play Mario. Ugh. Jeez. Luigi's Mansion, I, I probably would. cancel this show right now. <laughs> never play Zelda. The, I, don't, I don't know. I, I think it is funny that, uh, it is a, I, I think it's a, it's an okay move for Nintendo. I don't think it's a bad move for them yes. to have this as an option. Yeah. I do think it's funny, though, that, you know, the whole point, in my mind, when they announced the Switch, I, I was like, oh, thank God, you know, because they're going to get rid of handhelds, and you're going to have the Switch, which is going to take the place of both. You know, Nintendo can make one thing, and just focus on that. They don't need to have one team yeah. doing DS yeah. games, one team doing 3DS games. And it's funny, because in the end, it's kind of still ending up going. The, well, this, it's still the same I, I platform, but N- they're Nintendo, still making a dedicated handheld Nintendo version. Nintendo wants to have their cake and eat it, too. And that's what's happening here, is they still want that low-end budget model yeah. that you're going to buy your 6-year-old For 200 or 7-year-old. Yeah. Like, you're not going to let your 6-year-old, 7-year-old carry around the real Switch, which yeah. is like 350 Really, it's like 450 yeah. once you add in the controllers and stuff. So... You know, you're not going to let your kids walk around, you know, to school with that. Which defeats the whole purpose. Well, uh, partly. I mean, yeah, yeah. You know, usually, of the usually, Switch. Well, usually when they advertise the Switch, they actually advertise it to adults. Yeah. But, you know, they, obviously the handheld market is still mostly kids, I, yeah. I think. So I would you know, think so. This way, they can they can put out one that you're going to buy a little Timmy. Yeah. And, you know, they're going to have a whole library of games that are going to be like 20 bucks yeah. pretty soon. You know, because they're gonna, I'm sure they're gonna introduce like, you know, their greatest hits. Like, yeah, yeah. And then, you know, they're all set. Then they have the the true portable covered for the next five years. Yeah. So let's switch. We got news for all the big three on the hardware front this week. So that covers Nintendo. I still don't know if I'm which one I'm gonna buy and when, but <laughs> we'll see. And even even then, I got thinking like, well, if I buy this, so what's the first game I'm gonna play? And I couldn't even think of a game. I was like, oh, God. I don't, I'm probably not even going to play it. 99. Yeah, that probably would be it, honestly. So, but Microsoft released their uh, quarterly financial results. And it sent a lot of uh, talk through the industry. Because Microsoft sold 48% fewer Xboxes this quarter compared to last year. Revenue was way, way, way down. And people said, you know, 50% less like what a drop off that is that's and, and a lot of people were like oh my god you know the xbox is dead that came well, back i'm trying to think what was what was this quarter last year nothing special well it, it was because the uh, x came out in the fall yeah but it was still it's still relatively new hardware but it didn't come out until after this quarter after yeah or was it before because this quarter just ended oh that's true it was so the ne- it would have been like the next one yeah Okay, yeah, I don't know what, what it could possibly be. Well, there's, there's, I attribute it to, I mean, one thing is we're at the end of the gen now, so sales are going to slow for everybody. You know, PlayStation, I'm sure, is not selling as many PlayStations as they did a year ago. It's oh, yeah. it's natural. Yeah. Uh, so there's some decline there. Um, I think that Switch is eating the cake. Yeah, I mean, the Switch eating has the taken over a lot. Uh, there's that really good competition for, but I, for sure. But you know, I, I do think it is that we're just at the end of the generation. Yeah, and, and it is partly Microsoft's fault. You know, they haven't really been releasing. They had a bad many. generation. Yeah, but this is the end of a of a yeah. kind of a mischance for yeah. Microsoft. And it, yeah, it's been pretty clear to me that Microsoft just sort of 
are, are are abandoning the the Xbox One yeah. to a certain extent. Yeah. You know, I mean, it, it almost seems like the the Wii U model, right? I mean, well, like not nearly as bad. I think. Not nearly. Well, <laughs> yeah, but they don't. They also didn't have the stable of, of titles. Yeah. Oh, oh, you mean not nearly as bad in terms of sales? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but in terms of titles, I'd, I'd say the Wii U actually, you know, outdid has some Xbox classics. One. Yeah. So, um, to that end, you know, Microsoft just doesn't have the studios to match up with Nintendo. Uh, but you know, Nintendo basically abandoned the Wii U the last year. Yeah. It was on the market, so you know, I, we're headed to new, you know, a new console generation, and I'm sure it'll be a lot better. Yeah. Um, so on the Sony side, uh, an analyst this week, so Sony's, I don't know who it was, one of the higher ups, came up and said that the, they're focusing on hardcore gamers for the PS5. That is their focus. That's what their number one thing is. They're going to get the hardcore gamers. So an analyst reacted to that and basically said, don't invest in Sony. Don't bank on PlayStation because he thinks it's going to be dead on arrival because they're focusing too much on the hardcore gamer and, and not... You know, as we've seen as gaming has grown, it has been increasingly a casual market with things like Fortnite and mobile and so on and so forth. What do you do? You think he's right, or do you think he's just like way off base? No, I, I don't think he's right. Um, I think I think PlayStation will be all right uh, if if the name alone have, commands a certain built-in yeah, base. Yeah, and if they do it, and I'm sure they're gonna, you know, when they launch, they're gonna launch with. You know, cinematic games that you would know, next Horizon gen Two, yeah, or like The Last of Us Two next gen edition, yeah, blah blah blah. Well, so, I think, and you know, Sony's, I there's a certain value I think in winning over those hardcore gamers yeah. because that emanates. It oh, sends absolutely. a ripple effect. Yeah. When when you when you go to a gaming convention, the only the hardcore are watching. Yeah. But when you get everybody for the next however long three months talking about oh my god did you see the playstation 5 you know that go gets to the the casual gamers that gets to the parents that gets to i I think it's like that for any market really yeah yeah i mean you know you you always you got to convince those true believers yeah yeah i mean you get the hardcore and then you know the hardcore you know their friends their families whenever they have like a question like hey what should i buy my kid for christmas ps5 ps5 they're gonna tell them yeah they're gonna tell them ps5 because that's what they have and that's what they you know so if you capture that market then yeah you're gonna get a lot of knock-on sales and you know like i really think that sony has been focusing on the hardcore gamer because when you look at the games they released this gen, when you or you know, think of their games coming out in the next few months. You've got God of War was one of their big hits. Horizon was one of their big hits. I mean, Spider Man's got a super casual appeal, but um, <laughs> you know, you got Death Stranding. You got The Last of Us. These are hardcore single player story driven oh, yeah. games. They're adult games. Yeah. Um, you know, Destiny is a pretty. It's a grindy RPG. I mean. You sort of got handed to them. They're, they're not appealing to the Fortnite crowd. They're getting yeah. those people. Well, that's what I was going to say. But they're getting those people because they got the hardcore already on board. Yeah. And then, like you're saying, that just you get the casuals when you win all the way to hardcore. Yeah. I mean, it's it's almost kind of a, a hard-to-explain strategy because they sort of buck the trends. Yeah. You know, everybody's putting out Battle Royale games. You know, everybody's games as a service. And here, Sony, they're putting out Total single, opposite. single yeah. player, cinematic, you know, you, you, you run through them in like 10 hours. Yeah. Can. 
And, you know, they're selling gangbusters. And, you know, they've got multiplayer franchises that they're sitting on that yeah. they couldn't be bothered to tap they into. SOCOM, Warhawk, Twisted Metal. Just yeah. no, no so, concern. Killzone? Yeah. I mean, so, I mean, I mean maybe give, not Killzone. you got to give them a little bit of credit there. And, and, and it's, kind of, it's kind of weirder than that. Usually their games are rather easy, I think. Yeah. Because, you know... It's Horizon usually, was incredible. It's usually, hard. like, really cinematic. Yeah. And just, uh, Horizon, yeah, I guess would be one. But usually a lot of them are just sort of, you know, go through, push X, push Yeah, X, walking pull, simulators. Yeah, pull... Uncharted. The, pull the uh, dumpster. The train the falls dumpster. for the hundredth yeah, time. Yeah, jump on this. But it's all auto, anim, or, uh, automated, so... I don't know. It's just kind of interesting. Yeah. I mean, I think this guy's just... He's, I, yeah. I, I think he's way re- reading into this way too much. But if they do have trouble, it will be because they focus too much on PSVR 2. Yeah. I, I think... Because, see, like, we're saying, like, they didn't focus on the casuals, and that's true if to that's an extent. that's what they mean by hardcore, yeah, they could be on but, but they did, with the PS4, they bought the Call of Duty content as exclusive, which brought over the entire Call of Duty, esports, all of that... Yeah. And they bought all, tons of Destiny exclusive content, which brought over all that. So, like, they did make partnerships with oh, these yeah. big, broad-reaching, yeah. you know, But games. like you pointed out, they have their own multiplayer, you know. And I'd, lo- I'd like to see them, I'd like to see them develop never, some of those. Yeah, like, hand them out to some new developer. I don't care. Do something. Yeah. Um, you've got the single-player games down pat. And that's actually, we got a couple questions for the podcast for a Q&A section later. And that two of these... Both of them actually kind of figure into what we're talking about, but we'll get there later. So, uh, Activision and Infinity Ward finally gave us a look at Call of Duty Modern Warfare's gameplay. And the first thing they showed us was a new 2v2 mode. Did you see any of this? Actually, I did not. So, I guess I'll set the table for it. it. So, I was on vacation this past week, so I got to watch some of it. They did a live stream of this new 2v2 mode. And I guess two different things. We saw our first gameplay, so it's a new engine. It's a new graphics engine. Uh, and then the second thing is, it's well, it's a new mode. The new mode, I think, looks really cool. It's Basically, it's only 2v2. The maps are super small. They're not complicated. So it's hyper-competitive, just you and a teammate well, squaring off. I think that's off. smart. I, right, I do. Because, too. you know, everything's been Battle Royale for so yeah. long. That to flip the script, and, right? You know, very focused, cleanse, head cleanse to the head, sort of. head, very focused, head to head, which is what Call of Duty does best. That's yeah. why people play it. Yeah, it's that smart. that team deathmatch arena style gameplay. I think the new mode looks cool. This graphics engine, though, looked like something out of a free to play game. Really, it looked terrible. What Straight are up, these, what terrible. Are these other trailers they've been showing. Um, is that just like CG? Well, they're they're like they're like third person cinematics. Yeah. But they um, look so good, I'm amazed. And, well, and, I, and I, I'm trying to, you know, usually all the polish for a game comes on in the last month or two of development. You know, like, like you usually, I've played games that were like six months away from release where the maps don't even have textures yet. Like, all that stuff comes on at the end. So, I, so I'm trying to give them some forgiveness and say, like, this isn't finished. You know, like, this yeah. isn't the way it's going to look. It's going to be prettier. Like, it really didn't even look like Call of Duty to me. I'm like, this looks more like America's Army or something. And yeah. I am happy to some extent that they're trying to take a risk and, you know, they brought in a new engine. And I, I think that's good. But at the same time, I was watching it and I'm like, this doesn't look like Call of Duty to me. And yeah. I don't, maybe that'll be a good thing in the end. I don't know. But um, what do you make of this? So on the heels of that, a prominent Disney investor, one of their, one of their big high ups, uh, called... <laughs> 
for the company to buy Activision. Oh, what do you make of that? I mean, because of the esports, I think the the Call of Duty esports, basically yeah, Overwatch esports, yeah, World of know. Warcraft. I don't know if they know what they're talking. Starcraft. About. It seems like it would be an Hearthstone. Awkward. Unless, unless they intend to have them develop like Disney properties. God, I hope not. And publish it. Oh is God, that I hope is not. That, is that what they're looking for? Is I think he was more looking at. You know, synergize that? I'm thinking he's Synergy just, is their favorite word. Star Wars developed by, you know, Infinity Ward is probably pretty sexy, but yeah. um I don't know. I I, I think he, they're looking at it more from like they're hearing more and more about this like explosion yeah. of esports and they're like, well Disney's gotta get in on this. But do you think it's do you think it's because of Blizzard more than Activision? Is it is it they look and they see um Overwatch. Overwatch. Looks very Disney. Yeah, and they go, yeah. wait a minute. Well, yeah. That's usually our turf. You yeah. Know? Like, these guys are doing our thing a little too well. Yeah. Let's, uh, let's just knock them off. Could you imagine? Overwatch, you could totally get uh, an animated series out of that. Oh, absolutely. You could totally get... I mean, yeah, you look at Overwatch. You could put like, that... Yeah. You could put that all over the world. You know, there's already a comic I mean, series. if you showed somebody that knew nothing about video games Overwatch, they'd be like, oh, is this a Disney cartoon? Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, I guarantee yeah. they would say that. Um, so I, I, I don't I don't think it'll happen. I think the guy was just running his mouth off, but whatever. Uh, we got some first looks at some other stuff. So we got this first look at Call of Duty uh, Modern Warfare. We also got our first look at the Avengers game gameplay. Did you see that? I did see that. Oh my god. Yeah. What? That's, uh, <laughs> I'll let you go first. That's actually my my uh, oh my, my feelings god. summed up. Um, not good. Not good at all. I can't believe this has been in development for so long. Yeah. It looked like trash. Yeah. I mean, it's not even just the graphics. It's the game. Yeah, not technically. Yeah, technically, from a technical standpoint, it was fine. I mean, mean, the art style Not even just the graphics, not just the aesthetics, which I think are bad. I think the aesthetics of it are The voices were horrible. Uh, But the gameplay just looks so boring. That's a normal action game. I seriously hope that was just like a... A introductory level. That's what I was and saying. Like, like when I thought it, because you know you were insisting like it's going to be a third person cinematic, and I'm like, no, they got to do something different because we've already played like all these heroes and games for the past thirty years. Yeah. And, and like when I was like when I saw Thor hit a guy and he goes flying like yeah. miles in the air, I was like, wow, that's cool. Once. Yeah. Well, like I'm not paying sixty dollars well, for this. That was game. sort of the issue for me is that. You know, I'm watching Hulk beat these guys up, and it's like, well, you know, if Hulk's hitting these guys, first of all, they'd be, like, pancakes. Obliterated, they'd, yeah. They'd be annihilated. <laughs> Secondly, like, it almost, the highway was, like, just like a hallway almost. Yeah, yeah. And you can't really be the Hulk in a hallway. No. You know, so I was wondering, is this how it's going to be? Yeah. Is it going to be corridors? And that's why, that's why I expected, you know, like, a big open world, like, yeah, Destiny-style environment where you can just run around, meet up with other heroes. Well, I thought it would be cinematic, but I thought it would be big and open world, like, you know, Spider-Man was. And maybe it's still This is open. more like Uncharted. Yes. Like, like Tomb Raider. And Rabbit. that's what I'm afraid of. Is, is it like Spider-Man or is it... Is it really like Uncharted with, with Avengers? I just couldn't believe. I'm terrified. How unimpressive this whole project has turned out to be. From the art style to the the, the voice acting was horrendous. Yeah. The writing was so bad. Totally emotionless. Like this is a big this is a big project. This is the hottest yeah. property in the world. Oh, absolutely. This, they set up they gave them Crystal Dynamics dedicated to make this game for like the past five years. Yeah. And I'm looking at this and I'm like this looks like normal, like, 
PS2 era trash. Like yeah, when yeah. they when they released a licensed game, then exactly. you knew it was gonna be trash. It looks it looks like your your old time licensed yeah. games, and you you would just figure that you know, given that Marvel is now the the hottest property on yeah. the planet, Avengers, you know, are the hottest property on yeah. the planet. You just think that they would pour more into it, and it just doesn't seem to be translating. Um, but yeah, I'm really afraid that it's 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 really looking like. Um, like an Uncharted game more than yeah. like Spider-Man. So, I, I don't know. And why? I, I have no interest in playing that. None. No. Uh, we're going we're gonna to have a lot more on Marvel later because they unveiled their Phase 4, all the next movies and shows and stuff. But I saw an interesting statistic on Reset Era just a little while ago before I came over that uh, 10 years ago, Disney bought Marvel for $4 billion. Yeah, I saw that. And they were saying, is that the greatest investment of all time? It has to be one of the best. Oh, I don't think... I don't think... It, I don't, well... I don't think it's the greatest of all. Time. It's it's gotta be really. It was spectacular. Top ten, yeah. It was spectacular, but you know, I mean, Sony buying the Spider-Man movie rights for ten million. Yeah, yeah. Ten million. You know, it was not the best investment of all time. Microsoft buying Rare for three hundred and seventy-five million. <laughs> so we also got our first look at The Witcher, a full trailer this week for The Witcher Netflix series, and. You text me and seems to think it looked amazing. Oh, yeah, I do. I thought it looked atrocious. I, you know, I, until that very last scene, that last scene where the spider was coming up, yeah. and he was like painted or something. I thought that was cool. The whole rest of the trailer, I was like, this is dumb. I swear to God, this is this is the truth. This is dumb. I thought the whole trailer was good right up until that scene. <sighs> I saw that scene. The and Witcher like, is supposed. Like, that I don't spider know. looks too CG for me. I don't know why. The Witcher has gotten to the point where it got. The Witcher, the goddamn character, is a monster hunter. That's yeah. what he is. And the whole series transformed into this stupid political. It's like it's like it's trying to be Game of Thrones or something. Well, like I the mean, the, sure the, the third game was all about politics and the power struggle and like I just I'm like this is not what I play The Witcher for. I want to be hunting these cool monsters and seeing the magic uh, in this universe. It's gonna be and, half and half, I think. But uh, that well, I just. I'm watching that whole trailer and I'm like, this is like looks like any but other honestly, show. Honestly, I was I was blown away. This looks any like any other show. When I when I watched that trailer, I was like, it, it looks good. I thought it looked good, and then I went on to like you know the forums and stuff, and everybody's like, wow, that looks super cheap. And I'm like, did we watch the same trailer? I didn't think it looked cheap. I didn't think it looked cheap at all. <laughs> I didn't think it looked. I, mean, it, I did it's think not it looked like Game of Thrones season eight. I did think it looked a little drab. Yeah. Uh, I, I thought it was it was a little too gray. Well. But. Because and my, my feeling on that is is that the studios, you know, they're not gonna back the trucks full of money up until they know, right away. Yeah. Until yeah, until they know that they got a solid cast and a solid story and you know, people will a, be invested. A, a lot of shows though are purposely trying to use these really bland color palettes. The Walking Dead is one of them that, like, for just season after season, everything was brown and gray, yeah. brown and gray. Well, I think that's because they want you to feel like everything. I know, good. but eventually it gets the it just gets so boring. You're yeah. like, Jesus Christ! <laughs> like, can we see like a blue sky? Like it's just so miserable. Some green grass. Yeah, yeah. like it, it becomes like, you know, I was talking to somebody about how like shows like Stranger Things are like dark. They almost act as like a vacation to your mind because you're yeah. taking yourself to a different place. You know, repeatedly. That's what shows are supposed to be, is escapes. And when you're repeatedly escaping to brown and gray and brown and gray, it just gets boring. But Yeah. yeah I thought The Witcher did not look good. Uh, will I watch it? 
I'll probably wait for reviews, but we'll see. They also changed Triss's hair color, which a lot of people were up in arms yeah, about. She's not redhead anymore. Yeah, she didn't look like the Trish yeah. from, you know, from... The I'm not attached so. to the character, so I don't really yeah. care. Uh, I played the Gears 5 tech test. That's been going on, too. Uh, you didn't play it, did you? No. Um, this is probably the most visually striking multiplayer game I've ever seen in my life. Looks great, performs great. I liked it a lot more than what I played of Gears 4. So, uh, a tech test ends today. I did a couple live streams of Gears 5. Uh, made some cool clips. Uh, I really liked it. After the fourth one, I was kind of on shaky ground with the Coalition. Like, it was okay. Just not like, I don't know if this is really going to like set the world on fire. Uh, I don't know if Gears 5 will either, but I definitely have a good feeling about it now like I feel like they're in full control of this series and uh I definitely it bumped up a couple notches for me yeah yeah I mean I, it, this is the first years maybe like ever that I, I when they showed it I was like okay that that looks genuinely interesting to me yeah I, I don't think I've ever really been interested in the series until this one yeah yeah I mean I, I know nothing about the campaign or the you know, horde mode which everybody always likes but uh, I really feel like for what I played to this tech test, it's a small sample, but um, I liked a lot of it. So that was good. Uh, now we got a ton of stuff Facebook related. Uh, so this, fa- is, this is like the Facebook corner. Yeah, uh, this is whatever you want to call it. So they've reported Facebook gaming has, is apparently looking to buy developers and steal maybe steal some so Microsoft doesn't buy them all by the end of the next decade. But in addition to that, they've reportedly signed deals for exclusive Assassin's Creed and Splinter Cell games. Probably VR games, because they're the, you know, a lot of people forget, I think, that Facebook owns Oculus. Yeah. Um, so the next time you play a Splinter Cell, it might be a VR game on Oculus Rift. Boy, that'll be interesting. Assassin's Creed. Well, I heard everybody saying, no, not like this. Yeah. Like, please, no. I mean, so the Splinter Cell game doesn't actually interest me as much. So I guess maybe like sneaking around and hiding in VR. Yeah, that might be, be kind of cool. Kind of interesting. But the Assassin's Creed game, that could be genuinely a little interesting. I don't think so. Jumping off buildings and Into the hay bale like we've done a hundred times. Yeah, but... <laughs> jump doing, off, jump doing off the from, swan dive off a church yeah, and doing doing who cares. inside VR. That and I know the last, the last Assassin's Creed game is supposedly the best one, but... I just, I literally could care less yeah, about I'm that so franchise. Yeah, But I do kind of want to try just jumping off a building. At least it would be in something new for the franchise, I guess. A VR game. Yeah. Uh, I just think the backlash of having a new Splinter Cell game be VR exclusive would be... It would be shocking. It'd be a bad look. It would just be shocking. Yeah. I, I, it almost but if Facebook's wonder. just pay, giving Ubisoft a check, hey, make this game. Yeah. They're not going to say no. Yeah. Um... So the, the Federal Trade Commission's finalizing a $5 billion fine against Facebook for all those privacy violations that occurred basically during the 2016, that's really when they came out, the 2016 presidential campaign. Yeah. Um, not a lot to say there. That's just like a massive $5 billion fine. Could you imagine? Yeah, it's a little $5 scary. $5 billion It's a little fine. scary what that must mean. Um, and then and we talked a lot about Libra and crypto and... You know, it was funny because last episode we're sitting here talking about how can these governments like not be more aware of this? Well, just since last episode, virtually every government everywhere, start, including our own, yeah, yeah. started to come out and say like, 
hold on, hold on. What's going on yeah, with this? Yeah, like, yeah. you guys got to stop. Take a closer look. Yeah, you guys got to stop with this. And, you know, most it seems that most prominent uh, elected officials were very taking very anti-cryptocurrency stances. So, it'll be interesting to see. Because we talked about it last episode. Like, what are they really going to do? Like, yeah. how are you I mean, really well, going to stop could, that? They could stop them. But, um, you know, I, I sort of hope they don't. I mean, I can see why, you know, here in the U.S., they would want to stop them because this would create something that could weaken the dollar. No, Libra, you're talking about specifically, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. a lot of them were just t- bad-mouthing crypto in general. And, and I think it's... Oh, yeah. Because they... Well, they I think it's important, right, to make the... You know, crypto is truly a, a free-form, decentralized thing, whereas Libra, as we mentioned, has a designated value. I mean, there's there's drawbacks to both. Though. Right, right. But it's, it's just definitely two different approaches um so this one was surprising to me uh i, well, I don't know if it's surprising but it was new this doesn't surprise france well yeah, <laughs> yeah yeah right that's what i mean and the, and the fact that it's france doesn't surprise me france passed a three percent tax on uh tech companies specifically with a certain level of global revenue so we're basically talking like google apple amazon yeah. the heavy hitters yeah uh facebook's probably in there and uh, so the U.S. government replied to that by opening up an investigation, saying that this was illegal. You can't tax these companies, basically because they're all U.S. based. Yeah, that's what I, from what I gather, essentially the way the the tax is written, um, the tax law, it it basically, you know, if you pick somebody out and you start describing them, you're, and you're like, you know, okay, everybody with you know blonde hair and a, yeah. a, and a beard. Uh, or, you know, we're going to tax everybody with blonde hair and yeah. beard and a, a sword tattoo on, yeah. his, on his right arm. Like, you know you're describing a yeah. specific set <laughs> yeah. of people. Like, a right. very, very specific set of people. Like, yeah, yeah, everybody knows what you're really up to. Yeah. So, you know, I think maybe that is what's going on here, but... I, I was trying to think, because one of the things that I always have to think of an elected official are the... Are there examples of similar things happening? You know, like, is there is there a legal precedent to fall back yeah. on? And I got thinking, like... Does the U.S. government tax any specific uh, like industries? You know, because they're 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 writing this as like a tech tax. I think that's a good question. Do they tax any industry? France? No, the U.S. Well, well, I got thinking like, well, we tax. We specifically tax like uh, tobacco. We specifically tax. Well, and that's... well, you could argue that it's a vice. Yeah, uh, it's you, like a health issue. Well. France could argue that tech you know, is a privacy issue. They could argue that it's a it's a health issue because the kids are playing too many videos. You know, yeah. you could make whatever argument. Oh yeah, well, you, yeah. But but, but I was exactly. trying to figure out if there was a legal like precedent. You know, we've talked about it's been kicked around for the past decade here. The, the soda tax has been a couple places have implemented yeah. it. Uh, so you know, there is some level of history with these type of. Yeah, but I mean... And I'm not advocating for it. I'm just literally trying to say, like, yeah. is there an example of this occurring? But I, I mean, I think you can rationalize just about anything if you start doing that. Right, right, right. Uh, you know, there's there's a history of this and that, you know? I mean, well, there's a history of everything. Well, it go, well, no, it goes back to, like, the whole, like, almost, like, strict constructionist or loose constructionist. Like, is this a power that the government actually has? Can you point to an industry and say, we're going to tax you because you're bad? Yeah. You know, like... yeah. I mean, I think it's more to do with the fact that, you know, the, the Europeans feel that these big tech companies have, you know, tons skirt, of money. Skirted, well, yeah, and skirted their, their tax system for a yeah. long time. Yeah, that's what and, it's really about. And I think they've, they've 
come to a bit of a realization that these companies are just like entrenched. Yeah. So like there's not going to be a European equivalent. Yeah. So they just figure, well, you guys should just pay up. Pay up. Yep. So I like, mean, like I, the I, old I, like the old New York uh, motto that we made up during the PAX oh, East. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I mean, on one hand, it's is it right? I don't know. Is on the other hand, is it right? I don't know. Yeah. Right. I don't. There's there's truly no right or wrong I mean, in these like situations. These, these companies are going to go broke. No. This, so. No. By any means. Um, so, Parliament, speaking of Europe, the United Kingdom and their Parliament has been having this massive, like, years-long committee to discuss, specifically to discuss, like, gaming, loot boxes, you know, a, a gaming addiction. And basically, they just concluded this long, let's call it an investigation. That's what I'm going to call it. Not, not, I'm sure they didn't call it that. I'm sure uh, they did. But they, I, I listened to like a 20 minute video summing this up. And basically, what they told the gaming companies was you have 18 months to find ways to, you know, appease the concerns that we brought up. They didn't say, like, we're, we're going to do this, we're going to do that. But they basically said, like, here's our concerns, you know, loot, our loot boxes gambling. They didn't say conclusively yes or no. They basically just said, like, we're concerned about it. Uh, you know, is gaming addiction a problem? Uh, I don't know if they said conclusively, but I did hear a few people were advocating for, uh, you know, placing time limits on games. Like, you can't play them for more than two hours or, you know, like an actual in-game, your program shuts down after. They have yeah. certain, they have things like that in China. You can't play it for more than two hours. Really? Yeah. I did not know that. Uh, specifically for, like, if you're a minor, like, the games will not let you play if you're... Did, didn't the UK ban porn? I have no idea. I think they did. Recently, yeah, yeah. So I mean, like they—they they are all about this. Like we're gonna—we're gonna determine what your lifestyle is gonna be like. And uh, I don't know. I, I mean, on the one hand, you know, I—it seems like a noble idea to try and help people that can yeah. help themselves, essentially. But on the other hand, I don't know. It just—it's total overreaching to yeah, me. Yeah, like as an American, it just seems like you well, can't. You know, we've talked about loot boxes extensively. We've talked about you know gaming addiction. Sure. Is it, can you be addicted to gaming? Absolutely, you yeah. can. You can be addicted to almost anything. Um, but I, I think these mandates to you know you can't play this. Well, you don't. Yeah. You don't. When I fire up cable t- TV, I don't have a. I can sit there and watch cable TV for exactly. fourteen hours. You can't. Exactly. You don't. Have, you don't have these on movies. No, you can't go see a movie exactly. in a the theater that's three hours long. They always seem to do these these rules for gaming. Yes. and then. And then the media that they grew up with. Oh, oh that's, that's fine. That's something different. That's normal. That's normal. Uh, okay. Um, you know, is it wrong to sit there and read a book for 12 hours? Maybe you're addicted to reading. Maybe yeah. you... Uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's bad for your eyes. I, 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 I don't just, seem to care. I think it's way too much. I, but basically, the UK government said, gaming industry, you have 18 months to, you know, basically soften yourself find better ways to do this yeah. or we'll be back you know and we'll be revisiting this and probably if that happens they'll well, probably do I mean, this exact same thing and say well you got 18 more well, months exactly so and that's figure that, it out that to me is also part of the issue and we're going to have another discussion on on um on government i think shortly here um but the is it a show? Is it for just for show? Are they? Are they? Hey, some of them. Yeah, we're, sure. We're we're here to help you guys, but really, there's there's no teeth to, to appease this. some of their residents' yeah, concerns. Yeah, exactly. Because you know somebody's been you know barking up their tree about it. 
So I just wonder if it's just for show, and then maybe you know the game companies will yeah I, offer I mean, up I, a few. I kept hearing them drag up this exam these examples of. You know, this parent in this neighborhood or whatever, you know, his yeah. kid spent $700 on FIFA loot boxes. And, and then, so then, like, they investigated what happened. Well, it was specifically on the Switch. Well, he asked for a refund, and Nintendo actually gave him a refund. Yeah. You know, and, and so it's like, again, like, do you really need government action to tell... It, the, the, the parent left his credit card on his kid's system. That's a that's an in-home issue. That's not yeah. a governmental issue. Yeah. It just blows my mind that of all the problems in the world, this is what we're talking about. Like, seriously? Um, anyway. It's a chip shot. Yeah. I don't even know. So this is going to be... This is big. So at Comic-Con last night, uh, Marvel unveiled their Phase 4, which they've really been... A lot of this had kind of leaked out, but... They had been pretty quiet on ever since Endgame came out. You know, people were wondering where's Marvel going next, and oh yeah, we had a pretty good idea some of these things, and some of them were even made official before. But let's go through some of the announcements. Thor: Love and Thunder got announced, which I have very mixed feelings about. Uh, I was a huge Ragnarok fan. I thought Ragnarok was great. Uh, so they brought back the director of Ragnarok, which I'm very happy to hear. Um, but so we've also got so we've got Thor. We've got Captain Marvel. We've got Valkyrie. And then Jane is, is back. Is Captain Marvel in this? I don't yes. remember them announcing it. Yeah, she oh, is. Okay. But it may be, you know, it might be for one scene. Yeah, Who I'm knows? sure. Well, because, you know, just like Doctor Strange was in Ragnarok. Right. I mean, it, it was very, right. very small bit part. Um, so here's the big kicker. Jane is back. Yeah. So Natalie Portman. Yes. And she's going to yes. be female Thor? Yeah. What the well, hell is this that's about? That's from the comics. Well, but is he... Is, Thor still Thor, and there's just a female Thor as well. Uh, yes and no. So like it's what? It's more no than yes, but um, no. I mean, long story short, in the comics, I mean, she became Thor, and he was just like off wandering the world or something. And uh, so I, it'll be curious. I'm really curious to see how they're going to handle this. I mean, is this? It has to be a one-time thing, right? Well, even that though, like I'm a little worried because I mean, one of my big criticisms of Endgame. Was that I came out of Ragnarok really liking what they did with with Thor, so I wanted to see more from Thor, yeah. and I thought his role in Infinity War was also very good. So we finally got Thor after a decade of really not doing well with the character, finally to a place where he was exciting as a character, yes. and then here we go, and and I am again. That's where I was gonna go. Here we go. Ragnarok was good because they did take some risks, mm-hmm. and which is clearly what they're doing with this new Thor movie. But I'm like, well, we finally got a good Thor, and then we're gonna not make him Thor anymore. Yeah, I mean, it's it's really, I'm cu- I'm really curious to see how they're gonna pull this off because, first of all, let's let's back up and point something out here. Which Avenger has the most standalone movies? Uh, I mean, a lot of them have three, right? Yeah, but well, Thor, this, Thor will be four. Thor will be the only one four. with four right. standalone right. movies, right. which is remarkable because. You know, usually when you ask the first people, two suck. Yes, when you when you ask people like what are the weakest Marvel Marvel movies, usually the Thor movies yeah. are, are the first ones they point to right up until Ragnarok. Yeah, and they say, oh, I great. love Ragnarok. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's just kind of interesting that you know like what was the weakest is now the one that's running the longest. Yeah. Um, but you know, some people point out that maybe it's maybe it's a case where 
you know, they feel like they finally got the character right in the third one. Yeah. And then it was like, well, we just got him right. Like, let's keep going. Well, that and I think Hemsworth is, you know, well, Hemsworth is younger than Robert Downey Jr., yeah. Uh, yeah. Chris Evans. Well, know. he almost walked away from it after the second one. Yeah. Because he did. He, he didn't like the yeah. character. And I don't yeah. blame him because it was stale. All the long blonde hair. Yeah. And, and, and being like super really serious all the yeah. time. So, so they finally found a character that he liked. Yeah. You know, they, they finally, you know, really cut loose with the character. Yeah. And it's worked so well, I think. I mean, Ragnarok was great. And I thought his, him in Endgame, you know, making him... I thought it was... I thought he was fine. Uh, I just... That was my biggest disappointment, was that we finally got a badass, good, funny, enjoyable version of Thor. And they turned him into, like, a butt of a joke. <laughs> and I'm like... And that's what I'm worried that they're going to do with but this movie. He was badass at the end. No, he wasn't. In fact, he I was, thought the ending... Captain America had to save him. Yeah, well... Captain America sucks. Well, yeah. <laughs> Captain America just sucks, okay? <laughs> this is the God of Thunder and that, versus a guy in a blue jumpsuit. And but the fact that he was so far down and such a loser and yet still showed up That was fight, fine. Yeah, like, that, like I, I know, get... That just made it so much better than... I get know, what I'm they... I'm a god and I'm going to... I get what they did with the arc, you know, like, I'm okay with it. And so, you know, that's just, I just don't want to see, like, I I don't know. I'll tell you when I watch it, I guess. But, you know, um, I'm really curious to see how they balance this out, because they sort of positioned Valkyrie as as Thor. Yeah, right. She's she's king of Asgard, the new Asgard. And now we got, you know, Jane Foster Thor. And then we got real Thor, who's. Just, and then you got Beta Ray Bill, who's apparently yeah. coming into the mix. Yeah. Oh, that's true. He might be in this movie. <laughs> um, he might um, be in Guardians too. Guardians, too. yeah. That's Which true. did you, know, you hear anything from Guardians for this Phase no. Four? I didn't either. No. Well, that's because, you know, after the whole James Gunn signing, yeah, yeah, he signed on to do Suicide Squad yeah. Two. So it'll so probably be twenty twenty two. Yeah. So he's got to do Suicide Squad Two before he can do. Yeah. It. So it's gonna be a while. Um, yeah, but that's you know actually. I am a Natalie Portman fan. I don't know. I, I don't have anything against her. I'm just sort of my celebrity crush. Yeah, I don't have anything now. against her. So, so I'm kind of excited for the storyline. Just, just because, because they got her to come back. Yeah. They got the reconciliation. I don't know. I'm excited for it. It'll it's, be interesting. It's gonna be crazy. I know that. Uh, and I think that's what they're going for. I, I think that I think they looked at, hey, we took some crazy risks with Ragnarok. We destroyed Asgard. Yeah. We shaved Thor's hair. We got rid of Molinar. Uh you know, like all this like iconic Thor stuff and look how well it worked. So yeah. let's just totally keep pushing it and just take yeah, it in a and weird and that's direction. That's what I'm I mean see where it goes. Thor they have turned Thor into the craziest pro- property they have. And it's it's worked so well so far. I'm yeah. really I'm really curious to see like because now they're even upping the crazy, so I'm yeah, just yeah. curious to see like can they can they keep going? So they announced the Shang Chi movie. I have no idea what this is, but I understand it's more based in—is it like Chinese mythos, kind yeah, of like yeah. like uh, like kung fu style? Yeah. I don't know anything else about. I don't know that. if he's Chinese or Vietnamese. There was some discussion on it. Right? Wasn't it a group? What's that? Is it a group or is it just one guy? Just one guy. So this is like their. Wait, what was that? Is it Iron Fist? Because he's Marvel too. Yes. Yes. In fact, these two used to like team up hang out yeah he's hang out <laughs> so I don't know much else about it yeah I don't know too much about I mean I'm not an expert on the character yeah. I just know that they used to hang out and um, it, but the one cool thing is he's gonna fight the actual Mandarin which was oh really yeah in Iron Man 3 yeah, you know, yeah. Like it was the Mandarin but then it wasn't yeah but well, now Metal Gear Solid 2 
Well, yeah, apparently, um, and I never really realized this, but if you go back and you watch Iron Man 1, yeah. the guys that kidnapped Tony at the start, yeah. they, they have the Ten Rings tattooed like on their... I remember necks. them having a tattoo. Yeah, I remembered, it. I remembered it once somebody mentioned it yeah. about, about this movie, yeah. but I was like, holy crap, you know, they've, got, they've seeded this yeah. so long ago, and now they're finally doing it. Um, Black Widow's coming out next year. I feel like this is going to be one of their first big flops, Black Widow. Yeah. Because it, A, the definitely ca- has a chance. A, you know, the character's already done. So, like, there's you can't invest in the future of the character, yeah. first of all. B, I thought she was always okay in the Avengers, but she definitely didn't really garner many fans. Yeah. Like, she just had no... There was no reason to invest in her character. Uh, Scarlett Johansson keeps evoking controversy lately, too, with her outside of work yeah <laughs> uh, so I don't I feel like this is gonna be one of their first like kind of duds yeah it could be I mean it's definitely one of the riskier movies I yeah. think because it can't be playful it's gonna have to be funny. yeah it's gonna have to be dreary it's gonna be like military based yeah. almost but you know I hear they're going sort of for the the Jason Bourne you know James Bond yeah, yeah. that's what like they have to do she's got no powers yeah so um, and they're also going to introduce Black Widow 2, which is, I don't know, that, that interests me for some reason. What do you mean? There's, there's a second Black Widow. The person? Yeah. Um, the first one is, you know, obviously the redhead. Yeah. Has, um, the second one's blonde, uh, even though they, and I don't know why they did this. They, Are they, they just going to make Scarlett Johansson go blonde well, and come I, back? Well, as yeah, well, that's the, the next Black Widow? Get, that's the thing I don't get about, like, Endgame, or was it Infinity War? They, they just dyed her hair blonde, like, right at the end. And I was like, that's going to confuse the hell out of people when the when the new Black Widow shows up and she's a blonde, too. Um, so, you know, they, it could be good. I mean, they, they're going to introduce Taskmaster, which I'm really excited about. Is that about. David, who David Harbour is playing or no? No, he's playing um, the Red Sentinel. I, think I don't know. Is. I don't know. I don't know him either. I don't know that character. But Taskmaster, definitely one of my favorite villains if they do him right. This one got me pretty excited. Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Horror coming in 2021. So Nightmare is the villain in this. And what, I, what I've what i heard of this is that it's literally going to be like a cosmic horror story. Yeah. That this is legit going to be a, a Marvel horror movie. I'm excited about that. Me too. Very much so. And that's what I think. If there's one thing that I took away from this Phase 4 uh, thing was that like they're like they're taking the cuffs off now and they're they're going to do more like truly comic book oriented storylines. You know, we're doing female Thor, we're doing Doctor Strange in the multiverse, you know, like we're getting more actual like comic book storylines. Yes. And yes. and I, I like that cuz this first whatever, how many phases it was, three phases or whatever was I mean they're superhero movies, but there a lot of it was grounded in pretty considerably for comic book stories pretty grounded yeah pretty realistic and now it feel, and now it's like they're like well you know we're done with that so now we're just gonna start like really diving into crazy stuff yeah right? yeah trying to be really exciting and that's yeah and um yeah I'm just really excited to have something different yeah and and another thing Somebody else pointed out is if you notice, you know, it used to be Iron Man one, like you were, you were saying, it used to be Iron Man one, Iron Man two, Iron Man three, yeah, Thor one, Thor two, Thor the three, Dark World, um, and then 
then it wasn't Thor 3, it was yeah. Thor Ragnarok. Yeah. And now, you know, they're, they're switching away from just like, you know, one, two, three, yeah. one, two, three, and they're switching to like comic book titles. Yeah. And I gotta agree, I love that. Yeah. I just think that's so great. Like Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Yeah. I mean, like that is that is a comic book title. If yeah. Ever been one. So, I mean, it's just cool that, yes, they are really starting to embrace the, like, the comic book feel. Yeah. And, you know, they're going all in and hopefully it works out. I mean, I, I'm probably forgetting some stuff, but they, you know, they reconfirmed the Loki TV show. Uh, they reconfirmed uh, Winter Soldier and Falcon, which I I still think that's a terrible idea, but. Really? I think that's going to be cool. Shit show. I'm telling you. No. Shit that, show. That's going to be a good one. That's going to be the best show. Terrible. Are you kidding me? Terrible. Are you Terrible. Kidding? Bucky is boring as hell. Sam is boring oh, as hell. Get out of here. Terrible. They're background characters. Yeah, but you gotta go read the comics with them, and, and then you can you can see where they can go with these characters. <laughs> Don't care. Could care less. Uh, there was one more announcement, at least one, that shocked everybody. This Blade, they're rebooting Blade yep. with Mahershala Ali. Yep. Uh, I didn't even know Blade was a Marvel property. I had really? no clue. No clue. Zero. Yeah, well, he's definitely going to have a hard time. He's sort of like... Well, I don't know if he's going to fit into the MCU. Exactly. He's sort of like... Well, I don't, know if, I, don't, I don't know if they're going to actually put him in the MCU or if no, this is just going to be a Blade movie. No, they, they're going to put him in the MCU. Aren't you think so? Um, I think so. Uh, actually, I don't know. I think maybe I'm actually thinking of the uh, Doctor Strange now. So, because somebody yelled when, when they announced Doctor Strange was going to be a horror movie. Yeah. Somebody yelled, make it rated R. Yeah. And they, they yelled right back, no, it's no. going to be PG. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're going to like it. <laughs> yeah. That's literally what they said. Um, so, you know, I, it'll be interesting to see what they do. If Deadpool gets to be rated R still, I think there is a possibility. I hope Deadpool, I hope Ryan Reynolds drowns next week. and. <laughs> Not me. Not I was gonna me. Say, is it strange to use your name and then hope death undo it? Uh, I should have said that. <laughs> That's a pretty terrible <laughs> thing to say. <laughs> I, I, I'm so sick of that character. I, I'm so sick of it. He's so overrated. As a kid, he was one of my favorite comic book characters. And they made that first movie, and it was pretty good, but I just got so tired of that shtick so yeah. quick. Yeah. Like, oh my yeah, I god. Agree. You know, it's funny as they created like another version of Deadpool called Gwenpool. But you know, so so you might have that to look forward to when Ryan Reynolds is ready to, to stop being Deadpool. Uh, he'll be doing this role till he's seventy Probably. because he loves it so much. Uh, what else did they get? Um, so we have Blade. We had all these. I think that's it. I right? think that was that. There was Wanda. You know, another thing I noticed. Wanda Vision. Yeah. Wanda, Don't forget about Wanda Vision. That takes place in the uh, 60s, apparently. Does it? How's yeah, that work? I have no idea. <laughs> there, there actually seems to be like sort of a, a time-traveling theme to this, so I wonder if that's sort of a clue as to who the next villain, like the next big villain yeah. could be. Um, oh, the Eternals. They announced the Eternals oh, as the well. Eternals. Officialized yeah. the Eternals. See, now the Eternals makes me think that the next big villain is going to be Galactus, and that's, yeah. that's probably the best bet. Yeah. But it could if it's if this time travel stuff pans out. It Did, you could also be King Did you see Far From yeah, Home yet? Did you see Far From Home yet? I didn't yeah. see it yet, so I can't say yeah. anything about now it. That, but that sort of teases because people said that it fit, it gave much more direction for the future of the MCU than they expected. I don't know how. I don't ask me. I haven't seen I mean, it. So. Well, okay, yeah, no, the very ending, yes, the very ending sort of teases what's 
But sorry, because it looked to me like it was. You know, we talked about it when it was first announced. That it looked totally like a side story. Like it looked like Spider-Man on vacation, pretty much. And yeah. I heard that it had more tie-in to the MCU than people anticipated. Yeah, I can't tell if I like Spider-Man Far From Home, honestly. I, it's um, or, or just the MCU Spider-Man yeah. in general. I mean, I I really want to like it. I think like it's the best casted. Yeah, you know, yeah. Like, He's, it has the feel of Spider-Man in, in one way. Like, yeah. you know, it's Spider-Man, you know, dealing with relationships yeah. and, and trying to be a hero. Like, they nailed that part. Yeah. That's great, and I love that. And, but I, I, I don't like that he's sort of like Iron Man with Spider-Man abilities. Well, that see, that to me, the interesting part about the Marvel Spider-Man was really only his relationship with Tony. That was what was interesting to yeah. me. And I was talking to somebody at work about this. Like, so many people are obsessed with Spider-Man. Like, oh, my, and, I, and I'm like, of all the heroes, like, why do people like? Oh, I want to. I really like Spider-Man. Like, he's a little white scrawny kid. Like, <laughs> Spider-Man was always my favorite. He's right? not interesting to me. He's like, always my favorite. He's not a bad. I have nothing against him. Uh, I like the character, yeah. but to me, he's not a character that like carries a story really. Like, like in the sense of like the Marvel. It's funny. Cinematic in the nineties, he was the biggest character. Oh, I know. And that's why, like, when when the movie rights came up, Sony they offered Sony all the Marvel characters for yeah. twenty five million, and they said no. Yeah. Nobody cares about all these other. Nobody characters. wants Thor. Nobody wants, wants Captain America. We yeah. only want Spider Man, and they paid fifteen million. Yeah. So they could have had like the, the entire universe for. 25 and they paid 15 just for Spider-Man. So I mean that was like where Spider-Man was yeah. back in the day. Um, so I mean so I mean for me I'm most interested in Thor and uh, Doctor Strange. Those were the two that I'm really excited about. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, that's the same for me. So I have to say and I know we've been talking about this show a lot but I came to the realization that everything they've done with The Walking Dead over, like, the past year or two, uh, you know, because I haven't watched the show in, like, three years, really. I haven't read the comics in a year. I was going to say, I'm amazed you've been able to stick with it for this. Well, because I, like, listen to YouTube videos. That's basically all I do. Um, Like, I watched the trailer for season 10, and I cannot believe how good it looked. Like, just the difference in, like... Even like the the cinematography, the the dialogue, like the whole vibe of the whole show has totally changed. Like the dialogue felt so much more natural and like enjoyable. Like this new showrunner, I just gotta hand it to her. Like she's done such a good job with the show since she took over last season. You know, everybody flipped. You know, well Rick's going off the show, and it's a natural reaction. It's gonna suck now. And you know, I looked, I saw the trailer for this season, season ten. I'm like, this looks great. Like. This looks like what the show always I should have. I can't imagine done. who's still on the cast. Have they killed off like the entirety of the original cast? Uh, Daryl's still there. Oh, of course. Carol's still there. Um, there's a rumor Maggie's coming back because she's been off. Michonne is still there, but she's leaving the show. And Negan's not original, but he's still there. Yeah. Eugene's still there. Well, I'm, I'm amazed that they've managed to keep this many characters. But most of the other characters are dead or... Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Rick's still alive. They also confirmed... Uh, they showed a teaser trailer for the Rick movie. And it, uh, Rick is apparently in Philadelphia. That's where he was helicoptered to. Which is really interesting because... Uh, a, it's way different setting. It's way away. 
And at some point in the very first season of The Walking Dead, and I'm not sure if this is from the comics or not, but one of the characters set references that Philadelphia is a shit show. And nobody knows like what that means exactly, but apparently, you know, maybe Kirkman's had this idea in his head for what's going on in Philadelphia for ten years and I, I just I, I can't believe that they've set up you know, Fear the Walking Dead is still going. They've got a third show that's coming out. Uh, the third show I'm hearing is gonna be better than a Fear. A third show? Are yeah. you kidding? Oh yeah. So two thousand is it two thousand twenty? How can they have a third show? Two thousand twenty. How can they have a Two thousand twenty, listen to this stat for you. In two thousand and twenty, forty two weeks of the year of the fifty two week year, there will be one episode of one of these Walking Dead shows a week. So 42 weeks of the year, you will get an episode of one of the Walking Dead series. Mm-hmm. That's just insane. That That's literally almost yes. the whole year. And, and see, here's my issue. And it's actually interesting Dead. now. That's the thing. Because like, the show for a long time, the main show, had sucked. I just Fear the Walking Dead's basically always sucked. How can you? How can they keep pushing the show? It's the same thing happening again and again and again. Well, that the third show will be truly interesting because, like you're saying, like, what what's the reason for this show? What are they going to do any different yeah. that they can't do in one of the other? What two? story haven't they told? I think Fear the Walking Dead is going to have one more season and they'll cancel it. Uh, the Walking Dead is that's the main show. I feel like it's going to run for at least five more years. Um, <laughs> I I, the comics know, are over, they're, so they're, they're, they're they just, truly have no more material there to pull from no there. There is no greater Walking Dead fan on the earth than me. But after about eighty issues, like it was like okay, I, I've I've seen basically everything they can. Oh possibly no, Negan do. was amazing. I, I've Negan seen, was amazing. I've seen basically everything they can possibly do. Com- Commonwealth was totally different. Done. Totally different. Oh, oh, they got another civilization. Well, it's actually the end. Yeah, like things get better. Well, it was different, but I, I, I'm just like I said. I'm just I'm I, I just I'm just shocked that they've literally turned this around and got people excited again. Because you know, like I was saying, like it seemed like they're just gonna run it into the ground, yeah. and they've literally turned it around. So I'm amazed they're doing a third show. Yeah, well, I mean that could go horribly, or it could you know, go. I still remember before the show came. Uh, you know, I, I was like, oh my god, this show is gonna be big. This show is gonna be big. I never, ever, ever in my life imagined this it was gonna height. be yeah. this big. I yeah. knew it was gonna be a hit because yeah. like there's never been zombie like a zombie TV, TV show, TV show. Yeah. for some weird reason. Zombies are enormously popular. Yeah, and there's just never been like a good yeah. zombie TV show. So yeah. I knew this was gonna be like because you know if you if well they, now we got that one where the girlfriend is a zombie. Or yeah, whatever. if they the even based it slightly off of the comics, I knew it's gonna be a home yeah. run. But, yeah. Man, I never thought I could be spun like two two additional to shows to go ten seasons. Well, and I thought for sure like there was some of those seasons that, in the middle there, like when they really started screwing when they screwed up the governor arc, and then like after that, like until Negan got introduced, it was just like slogging along. I'm like, this show is dead. Like it is so dead, you know. And like there's been like three times where I've pronounced this show dead. Like they can't do this anymore. They, you know, this is and then here we are. So, uh, we actually got a couple questions for question and answer this week. Uh, so, this ties into two of our... We might even be able to tie these together. Uh, some stuff we have been discussing. So, the first question 
for us is with multiplayer games being at the forefront for recent history, are single player games making a resurgence with a lot of AAA titles uh, being... And, and we talked about this, I think, a few episodes ago, that a lot of the big games, uh, you know, being anticipated right now are single player games. You've got Cyberpunk, you've got The Last of Us 2, you've got Death Stranding, you've yep. got... Uh, I can't think of any single player... Well, uh, Halo Infinite, arguably, I don't know if people are more interested in the multiplayer or single player for that anymore, but... I mean... We were, we were sort of touching on that earlier in that Sony's strategy has been largely built around single player yeah. as opposed to multiplayer. And how, At a time where it doesn't seem to make sense. Yeah, and how kind of strange that was and counter to the the conventional thinking you guys been they've been crushing it. Yeah. And I mean read read the and even when you think of this gen's big hits uh, for the most part. Yeah, Red Dead Redemption Two, and it's uh, clear Spider-Man, Microsoft God is setting of War. up the initiative to to sort of Mirror make that. their own sort of big cinematic, you know, single player adventure yeah. game, and, and event, uh, Avengers and, and Tomb Raider. So I mean, you know, there's a lot of Tomb Raiders kill that franchise. <laughs> yeah. Let it die again. There, there's a lot Please. of single player um, games that are actually still going strong. I can't think of one I'm gonna buy though. <laughs> Zelda. No, I'm not going to buy I will buy... I am buying Death Stranding. Definitely buying Death Stranding. 100%. God, that's like... How can you not want to play that? Just to see that either the... It's either going to be amazing or to witness how big of a shit show it is. It's going to be out there, man. It's going to be out there. I'm not saying I have faith in it. I'm just saying it's going to be something else. One way or another, it's going to be one of those games you're going to want to say, I was there when Death Stranding was there. (laughs) Uh, and then, I thought you might have some good ones for this. Is there anything that has been released in the past that may be better off now, perhaps from the PSP or PS Vita era, that you know would find some good success on the Switch now? Um, probably the entire library, since both of those are dead now. But but what can you think of any classics that were um, like on those that you would say like, oh, this would be really good. Just bring it back. Yeah, I can think of one one game that was. Uh, that was on PSP that should be on. Is it Ridge Racer? <laughs> it's it's the Power Stone Collection. Is it on PSP? It, it's on PSP. What? They brought it back and they put it on PSP just to Oh, my cool. God. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, I got thinking, uh, not that it necessarily... I have it. It's, appeals it. to uh, the Switch audience, but Peace Walker... And Metal Gear Solid, I thought about that. Metal Gear Solid Acid was only ever on PSP. Oh yeah, that, that would be interesting. Um, and that that seems sort of like a Nintendo type more than yeah. more than Sony. And you know, there's I I was thinking more along the lines of there's still a bunch of like probably Wii and Wii U games I would like to see uh, brought back or even GameCube. Um, you know, Beautiful Joe would be one to we see great come back. Wonderful One Hundred and One. I don't know if they ever confirmed that that's coming or not. What was that? It should. What was that um, rhythm game that was really popular on PSP there? Patapon? Maybe. Patapon? Yeah, maybe. That that would probably do pretty good on Switch. Yeah. Um, there's a Switch Lite. Mad World. Uh, was a was a Wii game. Yeah, there's there's probably a few that would yeah. that would do good on Switch. I'm amazed that Madden hasn't come to Switch yet. Really? Amazed, yeah. Oh my god. I don't know how that's happened. Yeah. Like they used to put you remember the days when they used to put that on like everything? Like 
all the oh yeah all, everywhere like everywhere like they and the assignment on Switch which baffles me that is like crazy because and it's well and it's EA and EA needs money bad yeah um, I've been waiting because I actually I will actually buy a Madden game for the first time since like PSP I think since Madden '96. You know what? The only thing I'm ever going to remember the Vita for... <laughs> uh, this is literally my only PS Vita memory. It's in like, it's like season 2 or 3 of House of, House of Cards. Did you it, own a Vita? No. I owned a PSP. Yeah. Uh, it was the wor- absolute most blatant worst product placement I've ever seen. Frank Underwood goes to somebody's house, another character's house, and there's just th- this guy's kid is just sitting on the couch. And Frank Underwood, the congressman, says, "Is that a PlayStation Vita?" And it's like the most—it's the worst. <laughs> it was the worst, most shoehorned-in product placement. Of course, because of course, of I, course, a sixty-something-year-old congressman would know. Well, PSV. well, it—it's it, consistent with the whole series because they show Frank in like season one playing like a PlayStation Three or oh, something. So Sony—they're uh, always using Sony phones, Sony uh, computer yeah, that, laptops. I remember what was it? Was it? Was it the uh, one of like the Superman uh, movies? They were using Windows phones. And was, were they? Yeah, it's like uh, you know. But I all I could all I can hear though is is Frank Underwood and you know in his voice and in his accent and all that stuff. Walking, is that a PlayStation Vita? I was like, oh my god, it was the worst. <laughs> like oh, they really had to get that in there. Sony must have paid big money for that. <laughs> Uh, Alright, so time for Godspeed Stories 2.0. So, we did our first edition of this last week, where we basically just fire back and forth. We read off bits and pieces of news that are worth noting, but we only spend like 10-15 seconds on every one. And we try to get this done as fast as we possibly can. But a lot of this stuff is, uh, is worth knowing, and I think the fun part for us is we're just sending some random question at the other person that wasn't prepared yeah. and we're just just, just straight off the head yeah just head. here we go tell us, tell us what you think yeah so uh i think last week we set a goal of what three minutes that we were trying to get through it's going to be hard because the number of stories changes yeah. every week yeah. so we're just going to set a timer just to uh see how fast we can get through it every week are you, are you ready to go i'm ready are you starting or am i starting um you can start no, so, I'll start. So, you're going to read no the first idea. one? Yeah, because I have no idea what's happening. Okay, one. you ready? Let's do a countdown. Somebody count down. Okay. I Three, guess it's got to be you or me. Two, one. Go. Congress had its own Rocket League tournament with the ESA. What do you think about that? Uh, I heard that literally all the players were horrendous. Is this like, the unbelievable. Space Agency? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Daisy, which uh, Daisy is still alive, is getting an official Battle Royale mode. Are you excited? You hate Battle Royale. Right. And, uh, <laughs> Um, 50 animated Cuphead series in the works at Netflix. I don't know why I said 50. Um, <laughs> 50. Are you excited for this new Netflix series? No, and I don't quite get it because Cuphead is already basically an animated property. Whatever. There is a new Super Monkey Ball coming out. I actually loved this series back in the GameCube. Are you excited about it? Depends on which platform. All of them. Oh, okay. If it's on Switch, yes. Yeah, I knew that was coming. Uh, Amazon developing Lord of the Rings MMO. Are you going to play it? No, I play a lot of MMOs. Amazon is trying so hard to make Lord of the Rings big again. <laughs> Detective Pikachu becomes the highest grossing game movie of all time. All right, th- does that surprise you? Uh, did they get either one of our money? 
No. No, <laughs> Darren, no. no they didn't. Uh, Rip Torn dies. Do you even know who Rip Torn is? Rip Rip. <laughs> Psychonauts 2 has been delayed to 2020. Another now Microsoft exclusive getting delayed. Uh, do you think that Psychonauts 2 is going to be a success? Um, I hope it is. I mean, Microsoft desperately needs a su- uh, success at this point. Uh, disintegration from Halo and Division co-creators to be revealed at GamesCon. Are you excited? I am mostly because I really want Gamescom to keep coming into its own, and I want to see more and more big reveals there, so I hope that's a good one. Dr. Mario World is out for mobile, and I spent at least three to four hours playing this game on my vacation. Did you, did, did you try Dr. Mario for mobile? Absolutely not, and the irony was is you, you were only playing because you were I sick. was terribly sick. Ion <laughs> um, Maiden changes name to Ion Fury. Out in August. Do you expect Marvel to uh, to hit them with a, another lawsuit? <laughs> I do not. Did you play this at, at PAX? Yes, I did. Okay, I, you I liked, liked it, right? I liked it. Well, I mean, it's basically Doom, so... Yeah. Jason Momoa got fat shamed. Did you see this? Yes, I saw this. It was a he, he had a great dad bod. Scientific studies say dad bods are in. That's why I traded my six-pack. If I looked for like Jason bod. Momoa, I'd be fine. Yeah. Uh, Chris Paul traded for Russell Westbrook. Is this the biggest disaster of a trade of all time for the Houston Rockets? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Chris, uh, I think it's a lateral trade. Uh, tell, tell me you saw Turok Escape from Lost Valley. Turok has finally got a sequel, and it's a 2D top-down mobile RPG. What a disaster. <laughs> Lil Wayne dropped out of the joint tour with Blink-182 20 minutes into his first set, the first night of the tour, saying he can't perform in front of crowds like this. Whoever thought this was a good idea anyway. I don't know what question to ask you. Just say something. Uh, well, what? I, I, Are these two expecting? even relevant anymore? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I... There's nothing to say about it. Yeah, uh, Christopher, Wal- <laughs> Christopher Waltz returns for Bond 25. Uh, quick question, who's Christopher Waltz? Uh, he was the brother inspector, and he played uh, the bad guy in Inglorious Bastards. Oh, okay. Right. He was the brother inspector. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I hope he dies in the first five minutes. <laughs> uh, Google says 4,000 developers have registered for Stadia. Do you think that a lot of these people are actually developing games? I hope not, because Stadia <laughs> seems like the, the new Titanic and Hindenburg, <laughs> or whatever. That's going to be a quote for all time. <laughs> uh, France debuts jet-powered hoverboards for military. Um, what do you think of this latest French scam? I saw actually saw the footage of this. I see very few actual military applications. I just want to see him shoot the gun while he's flying. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Tetris Effect VR is hitting PC on Epic Game Store next week. The, are you ever going to buy a VR headset? Maybe. No. Good answer. Uh, <laughs> That's a terrible answer. Luigi's Mansion 3 is out on Halloween. I called this. This is another God Mode moment. Um, I called it. Uh, what do you think? Uh, this might be the one single-player game other than Death Stranding that I buy this year if I get a Switch. This is the gateway game. <laughs> Hundreds of thousands have signed up to Storm Area 51. Were you one of them? No, but Damn. it's funny you mentioned that because just before you came, I was thinking I should sign up for that. <laughs> Wear a GoPro when you go, please. A live-action Warhammer 40K TV series has been announced. Do you think that this will finally be the step that pushes this franchise into the mainstream? Under things of who asked for this? This would be like right at the top. Really? Who wants to see a live action? Do you, I, I do. Have you ever seen Warhammer? Yes, 40K? it's awesome. It's, it's awesome. 
It's not to be made live action. We'll see. It, no, have you ever seen the style? <laughs> yes, I have. It's, it's, no, it's not live action material. We'll see. Uh, Plants vs. Zombies 3, the mobile game, has been announced. I know you could give two shits about this, so I think we should just move on. I was going to say, that's the third one you've stolen, so so I'll do the next one. Overwatch finally getting 2-2-2 roll cube, whatever the hell that means. Um, Tell me what that means. So this is actually a big deal for Overwatch. It means that team compositions, there's three different roles in Overwatch, and you finally, you can't just play like all DPS or all tanks or all healers, which makes crazy compositions. This is good. This is a big thing for the game. A lot of people are coming back to Overwatch for it. That's are you sorry. taking this one? Or are you stealing no, you're, this you're, one? You're, you're, no, We're back? Okay. Yeah. Reddit is introducing paid subscriptions to communities, much like Twitch. Good or bad idea, will you buy? God awful, terrible idea. Shut it down, shut it down. <laughs> uh, it Studio Director is leaving. Uh, what do you think of this? It has always been perplexing to me, uh, especially for the last decade, because I cannot figure out what they're trying to do as a studio. And yeah. so maybe this could be a good thing for them. Uh, another co-founder of Blizzard has retired. Do you believe my God Mode moment that Blizzard will break off from Activision one way or another? I think you better keep praying. <laughs> I, I think Activision has its claws deep into Blizzard. And uh, they ain't going to let it go because all they have is Call of Duty otherwise. Uh, Fortnite has uh, a giant kaiju battle and latest live event. I guess... What the hell? <laughs> Good comment. It was great. I love these live events where you have to be there to see it. The footage of this was amazing. I don't even like Fortnite. Stuff like this is awesome. It doesn't seem a little desperate, though. Like It was awesome. It was like Pacific Rim happening in Fortnite. Yeah, but that's not the game. Who cares? Uh, that's the only good thing about the game. <laughs> a blockchain-based card game similar to Hearthstone or Magic called Skyweaver has been announced and is coming this fall, promising to revolutionize the way you own and trade digital goods. Do you buy it? Um, boy, it sounds like every sort of hot topic. Buzzword all yeah, in one. Yeah, let's, let's throw all the buzzwords yeah. in the blender and see what comes out. Oh, blockchain-based card game. Uh, let's just call it Skyweaver. No, I'm not going to get it. I don't care. Godspeed story's done. Seven and a half minutes. Just on that last one. I'm going to try it because I'm curious. Anything crypto right now I'm interested in. So. Okay. Uh, so that's it. That's Godwin Unlocked episode 50. Uh, I guess what I would like from you guys, let us know what you think of the new format. We're kind of shaking things up. I think Godspeed Stories 2.0 is staying no matter what. I think that's been a big success. Yeah. Uh, let us know if, if you like this more freeform uh, conversation if you feel that's easier if you have a better idea whatever we're 50 episodes into this we still don't know what the hell we're doing I guess. still evolving yes I guess that, that's a better way much better way of putting it uh, not we don't know what the hell we're doing so uh, God won't unlock episode 50 is done do you got anything else to say uh, meet me at area 51 <laughs> we're gonna do 50, episode 51 yes. live uh, from uh, area 51 yes, from the Nevada desert we're gonna be screaming God won't the whole time. Clap those alien cheeks. <laughs> <laughs> what the-